0: Hey, welcome to the Luke Ramey Show. And today we're in the third installment of the conversation with D. Prince, running for city council, vice mayor, maybe mayor, here in Cookville. So uh, I hope you're voting. Hope you're paying attention to that. I hope you're paying attention to local elections, um, all the ones that we have coming up here in Cookville, but especially the city council one. Now, D. and I got to talk a little bit about homelessness, drug problem, affordable housing D is in a unique position where he uh, he understands these issues because he works closely with them um, through his day job and so i thought his insight would be would be good so so let's uh, drop into the conversation of D and i talking a little bit about this homelessness drugs and affordable housing what do you think the top issues are facing cookville coming up it, with it's a four year term right yeah it's a four so year in term. the next 4 years what do you see on the horizon that
1: so, you know, the answer that everybody uh, has been giving and the the answer that a lot of people that I see on social media as well, too, is the homelessness um, issue. Yeah. But I think that it's deeper than that. And I've mentioned this before. I think that you have to dive into what is causing the homelessness or what is causing the repeat homelessness. And I think that drugs um, is, a, is an issue. Um, and I'll get into that. And I also think that mental health. Um, Is another issue. So, you know, when you look at some people that are homeless, um, there have been uh, there are situations. And of course, working at the UCHRA as well, I've seen this because we have a substance abuse um, division or department. And so there's people that come in and I always make it a, um, a point that if there's somebody that's waiting on an appointment or whatever, I just I just talk. Hey, how you doing today? Everything good? And I normally get the truth from people and they'll tell me, no, nah, well, you know, I've been kicked out of my apartment and this, this, that, and the other. And, you know, and then I saw Ronald Reagan the other day and he told me, and I'm like, okay, so, yeah. so we've got, we, we she, this woman is either hallucinating because of the uh, drugs that she's put in her system or she's got some mental health issues. Um, So I think that, you know, m- in my opinion, Um, With with the mental health issues, I think that if we had a situation or more facilities that could process intake process and house, um, you know, to an extent, um, I I think that that would help a lot more. Because from what I understand, we've got officers, county officers, uh, Cookville police officers that are escorting people outside of the city. And I don't know how, how that changes. That's just an idea. That's just what's come from my head. But then the other part is the drug situation. So I got the chance to go to Fire Station 2, which is on Washington. Those guys are amazing. I I, I knew one of them that was at Fire Station 2. Our kids played soccer together, and he was like, you should stop by. You really should. You're running for city council. You should stop by and just talk. I got to sit down and talk to those guys, and I thought that I was going in to just kind of ask, hey, what's working, what's not working? Hey, what's going on? You know, I had this political hat on, and they humbled me so much because the conversation was was so good. The dynamic was so good. But while I was there, there were four or five calls that had to do with drugs. There were two overdoses. There was a person being transported, and then there was another one. Um, I think there were two transports and two overdoses. The biggest issue was fentanyl. And, you know, with the methamphetamines with, with fentanyl, Um, I know people that have lost their family members. I'm talking about mothers. I'm talking about uh, brothers and fathers. Um, People that have lost their family members, people with kids that they're still caring for at a young age because they got that one dose or whatever it was, um, you know, using something else and laced with fentanyl or, you know, a fentanyl overdose or whatever it is. And it's just like that one time can be so tragic, have long-term effects or it can kill you. And I don't think that we talk about it enough. So, I think what needs to happen is there we, we need to put some i i guess dollars or whatever it is into the marketing of that to educate um because we still have kids that are you know still experimenting with stuff or still vaping or doing whatever they're doing and not not associating those together, but we've got to do something about it um and we've got to start talking about it how How,
0: how do you feel about affordable housing so Be- because I think Cookville. Obviously, it's, it's expensive to buy a house in Cookville right yeah. now. Yeah. But that only makes it expensive to rent. Yeah. How do we create some affordable housing yeah. that doesn't keep pushing people outside of the city um, to other areas? How can, how can people still remain Cookville residents?
1: I had a conversation with a friend of mine today, and we were talking about like HUD. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. HUD housing, and there are people that are just making ends meet. You know, referring back to the Empower UC program or initiative that we have, and we're trying to—that's the TANF program. And yep. you know, we were awarded the UCHRA, the Empow, uh, Empower Upper Cumberland was awarded um, twenty-five million over three years to take families out of poverty, sixteen hundred families. Yeah. So when you start thinking about that, these are people that are barely making it, or that are in poverty. That. Um, just need that just that kick you know yeah. what i'm saying just that you know um that real push that real hand up that'll help them get over um and so we were having a conversation about hud and i learned a little bit more about hud housing and evidently you can get a hud voucher yeah um and here's a scenario um let's say you have an apartment complex for 775 you get a hud voucher for like 526 You go and they say they'll accept a HUD voucher. You give them that HUD voucher and say, well, I can come up with the other 200. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't be able to come up with the other 200 because I guess it's in that 30 percentile or whatever. Okay. And so it's like, well, no, then you can't, you know, you can't rent from here. Oh. Because it's got to be all together. It's either Uh, all in the HUD voucher. Or none. Or none. There was a way to work with, um, you know, however this works, however the process works, um, or bring some attention to it. Um, what we could do is, you know, take a survey of your area or whatever and whatever the median is or, you know, whatever the average is, maybe that could be something that could work out with, you know, using HUD vouchers. That That's yeah. just one thing. Yeah. But in terms of like affordable housing, you know, do you want to develop land somewhere? Do you want to purchase land somewhere to put in affordable housing? Because then you have to think about the people that are the developers. Materials are sky high. So the people that are Building homes, they're taking the hit as well, too. Yeah. And so it's like just to even to, just to break even, it might be twelve hundred dollars that you got to charge in rent or whatever yeah. it is. Yes. And so, of course, nobody's just going to break even yeah. that, that that doesn't make any sense. As a business owner, they yeah. don't want to break. They need even. to stay in business. They've got to stay in business yeah. and they got to stay developing. So that's where you get to the issue. And it's just kind of like, you know, I think affordable uh, housing is a good is a is, is a is a great initiative. It's just so hard to do. Yeah. It's so hard to, to get going. Okay, so we're not just going to go and just say, okay, here's an area we could start building affordable housing because eventually yeah. it's, going to, it's going to go up anyway. I'm yeah. um, just being honest. Yep. Um, so rather than that, let's think about the issue. What do you want to do? You want to be able to get there maybe you don't have reliable transportation so let's talk about a more reliable way to get you there and yeah. transport so that's what i'm saying well
0: and that's something else that uchra that you guys mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. Is, is providing those rides and people don't really think about that but yeah. as we're moving the lower income housing out of the city yep. which is what's happening yeah as it's moving out of the city that means people in lower income situations yeah that don't have transportation are can't moving farther these, from exactly. the resources. From the services need. and the resources. Yeah, and so now right. they have a new problem they're trying yeah. to solve. Yeah, um, We solved their rent problem. Okay, they're paying uh, an acceptable rate out here, but yeah. now they can't get in the city. Exactly. And and I think UCHRA does bridge that gap Yeah, um, or can bridge that gap. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that
1: people. they're working with and one of the things that um, I've always preached from day one is um, – You know, with transportation, with anywhere, with anybody, with any type, whether it's, you know, a a taxi, whether it's Uber or whatever it is, or the UCHRA, people want to get places faster. Yeah. You know, we don't want to wait. We don't want to wait at a bus stop. You know, when they had the cat's. Um, transportation. I think that that was the issue. And then the other part about it was, is that they weren't able to get to doctor's appointments or DHS appointments. It wasn't on the route. So we got to start thinking about where people are going, the people that need the transportation. We need to think about where they're going and then design, actually design routes, look at traffic patterns or whatever we have to do, design routes to get these people there and get them there faster.
0: I bet you noticed it when D was talking there that he has a keen sense of what the problem is. He sees the issue at hand, and I think all of us see the issue at hand, but what we need is people on our city council that can look at things like drug abuse um, in our city, look at homelessness, look at the loss of affordable housing and how we can address that, and and come up with some great solutions, and I think, I think D could do that. I think you could do that. If you've got ideas for how we can improve you know, with affordable housing, uh, addressing the homelessness problem, um, I encourage you reach out to your city council persons and, and talk to them about maybe some solutions you've, you could think of. This is a conversation that the more of us that are in it, faster and better the solution will come. Thanks to D for uh, for this conversation. I've got one more installment coming up, so wrapping up the conversation with D. You can always check in with me and over on Instagram. Uh, jump in there. Uh, I'm just the Luke Ramey Show on Instagram. Send me a message. Love to connect with you. But thank you so much for listening and continue to wherever you get podcasts. So wherever you got this one today, stay right there. I'm an Apple Podcast guy myself. I stick on on Apple Podcast, but anywhere is good with me. Thanks so much for joining.